0: Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Amalgam, our season two opening episode. Yeah. We're going to be talking about I feel like you gotta take that on back, back one more time. This yeah. is epic, we gotta do this right. Okay, one more time. I know, I I didn't even think like, oh shit, season two,
1: okay. It's exciting though, I, it's, ex- it's big and it's it here. Is. So we gotta do it justice or injustice, depending on, oh no, that was, yes, that was our last, it was uh, Justice League, so we're, we're back. Sorry, take two. <laughs> take two.
0: friends, welcome
1: to season two of Amalgam, it's me, your co-host Vivian, (laughs) holy shit, I can't tell. Round three, round three. We're gonna get this guys, I swear. Welcome back. That's the important bit.
0: (laughs) That's it. Welcome back. It's season two. We have a brand new Marvel TV show to cover Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am your co-host Vivian, here with Jasmine Page.
1: Hi guys, or gals, let's not, it's 2021. Sorry, sorry, and everyone in between. Hi. Yes. It's time. Anyone who falls inside and outside of that binary. But most certainly everyone who falls into the conjunction of you love Marvel and DC, because that's why you're here, I presume. Unless you just like us.
0: Then in that case, hello. No, but we are here. It's our second season. We had so much fun going through WandaVision with you guys during the first season. Thank you so much to everyone who followed along each episode. And even if you just caught an episode here or there, we still appreciate you. And we're happy you're back for Falcon and the
1: Winter Soldier. Oh my God, I'm happy you're back because did you see this episode? There were so many, I mean, there weren't enough, not to objectify, but there weren't enough shirtless, but I could see the contours. Like I could see the possibility for the things that I look for in this show. You
0: mean the plot of the show? The plot,
1: the plot, oh my God, yes, the plot. (laughs) The plot, exactly. There is so much possibility for plot in this show that I am overwhelmed and I'm ready to like get into it. How did you feel about the show? Because we haven't had anything to do for what, two weeks, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, Um, just to kind of get back into it. How did you feel as an opening for this show?
0: As a whole, I, it's very because we're oh, since we're we already did wandavision i'm going to compare it to how wandavision you know came about it is different than that we did it i was upset that we only got one episode one for there. wandavision we got two episodes but i really enjoyed this this show i feel like it's going to be a completely different tone than wandavision and i'm really excited for it it seems much more you know I guess real like it seems like it could be happening right outside our window outside in our own world so that's right. I feel like it's just going to I don't know it's going to bring everyone back to earth I feel like
1: for me I hear what you're saying I I felt a little different um because I what I liked about WandaVision was it was something brand new you know even even in the way that it set itself up no show had really ever done something like this mm-hmm. before. There was just a lot of playful banter and fun. Whereas the Winter Soldier and Falcon, specifically the Falcon opening, was almost a carbon copy of how Captain America, the 2014 film, had opened. And so mm-hmm. for me, it I mean, there was a lot more symbolism if we're in like an English essay class. Like I could see the parallels. Like I, I get why they did that, especially with, you know, the... Voiceover of Captain America kind of saying, um, You are next. And the last time that we saw Falcon, it was, you know, 100 and, uh, you know, Crypt Keeper, Captain America being like, You are next. Mm-hmm. So it's, it kind of makes sense, but it, it, it feels, this one feels more formulaic than WandaVision did.
0: Yeah, I get that. And again, I loved WandaVision. I mean, I'm, mm. I'm getting a, I'm getting a WandaVision tattoo today to <laughs> bring that up. And no, it's I really, cute. Yeah, I did enjoy, I I get where you're coming from. I think it's because I am so, we haven't gotten a Marvel movie in two years. Mm. And we've really just been, you know, looking for any type of content that we can. And I mean, they're rolling it out now. But because this felt a lot like, you know, a Marvel movie, the opening was like something you'd expect to see on the big screen in a theater right. for the first time. I don't know. I think because it was reminiscent of that, I was very... Okay, now this is kind of back to Avengers, back to, I don't know, regular Marvel.
1: Fair. It, it's a
0: good. It's a. I feel like it's a good transition from WandaVision into. into
1: and I think this. that may be why I messed myself up is because I wasn't ready for the transition. I was still ready for playful, fun banter with little, you know, Easter eggs and oh God, you know, he's ironing Iron Man. Iron Man's coming back, kind of stuff. Like I was ready for yeah. that kind of fun. But I, I wasn't ready. Like I didn't have my surround sound set up. So I, I did a disservice to myself. And I think I now see. moving forward, that's the mindset they need to have because this is for lack of, of pretense. This is a very masculine, like heavy guns, fire blazing kind of a show. Whereas WandaVision mm-hmm. was a little bit more delicate. It was intricate. It was lacy, you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. it's just a mind switch.
0: I'm wondering now that you bring this up, though it would be nice if we could go from from a show like WandaVision that was a little bit different, and then to Falcon and the Winter Soldier that's kind of grounding it back to you know the roots of what these action movies and shows are like. Mm-hmm. What's after uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Loki? Do you remember? Is it Loki? I'm wondering if like will Loki go back to that kind of
1: I think the it's formula that, that to. WandaVision I mean, Loki... followed. Loki for me is one gigantic-ass fan service. I don't need a Loki show, personally. I'm gonna, because we're amalgam, we have to report it. Um, For me, I'm not so much as interested, but I feel like because Loki is a very, like, mystical, he's got a lot of emotional stakes within him as a character, I can see that. And and I think Loki is supposed to help tie into the, you know, multiverse, all that kind of jazz. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like Loki kind of goes back to more of the the WandaVision-esque style yeah. mental manipulation. So I, I think it's probably just going to bounce back and forth.
0: Yeah, so I do, yeah, I hope it does kind of so that, I don't know, it's Marvel, you would assume that they have some type of, you know, that they planned out, okay, let's release our more non-realistic show and then our grounded show and now let's right. do another unrealistic you know i mean that way people don't get bored of the shows or feel like it's rhythmic or feel like it's just the same thing with different characters i don't know so far this seems different than wandavision and that's i think that's why i'm hooked it's because it's not going to be the same show we just watched for you know two months
1: exactly um, so yeah it's no, Loki, and then after Loki, it's what if question mark
0: i think what if is where it's going to have fun with again that's going to be a lot know. of easter egg
1: I didn't. I don't have. The, I've done zero percentage of research on that. What is it? <laughs> what you know is what it?
0: What if is? I actually just bought a few What If comic books, like the Age of the Ultron ones. So What If is basically taking. So we'll do um, the trailer. They showed Bucky as Captain America. So it would be What If in the actual comic, Bucky Barnes was Captain America and he got okay. the Super Soldier Serum. So it's just it playing around it. with. It's literally just What If this character was this, or What If thanos won and the avengers didn't or oh oh so it's like what if vision didn't die
1: mirror of marvel that's kind of cool that's exciting i would love to be in the writing room for that i would be throwing shit on the wall like i would be so fun okay i'm excited for that show so i'll skip low key you can do that by yourself (laughs) and i'll I'll do it all alone (laughs) there we go sorry but those aren't the shows we're supposed to be talking about right now cool what is wrong Hawkeye gets his own show sorry I'm looking at the series right now and yeah, I'm like yeah they started filming Haley Steinfeld is in that one. Oh, right 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 his daughter his like young Hawkeye
0: it's not it his daughter that. though she's just a mentor
1: uh, or like he's her mentee.
0: mentor mentee yeah there we go a mentee
1: cool, cool okay so we got Hawkeye Miss Marvel Moon Knight and then She-Hulk are the only ones that are up for bat right now Okay, well, that's a cute little lineup. Um, I don't know how it's going to go back and forth, but we'll we'll play it by ear. We'll see okay. what happens. Um, lots so where lots are we? to so, talk about.
0: We are at so Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one. It's titled New World Order,
1: hmm.
0: and we've got we saw some familiar faces. There's also some new faces. Do um, we let's just dive in? Do you want to talk about? Um, do you just want to talk about the no, show or sad. we can go through some of the new characters that we do. that we saw let's,
1: let's just do a quick little summary in case you haven't watched the show and for some reason you're listening to the podcast first um it's very sad and somber the the whole point of this show is is showing where Bucky and really the world is after Captain America's death and I think it's really interesting I wrote a, a strong note I, I assume spoilers ahead obviously that's what this show is all about we do spoilers we talk about it there's a A lot of things about this show that I I do hope, and I I had a friend, Nick, who brought it up in one of his TikToks, and he says, you know, it is very interesting, my my point at this point. I think it's very interesting that Captain America at the end of um, his life, sort of, so to speak, depending on, you know, whether the super serum lets him live longer, he gave a Black man the shield, you know, the sign of justice and said, you are the next. And I think that's great politically, racially, just for the world. I think it's really great that the symbol of America is going to a black man. I thought that that was really strong. So for, uh, for Bucky, for, for Falcon, Sam, Sam, thank you for Sam to say, this is too much for me. You know, I don't think I am ready to take on this mantle and to give it to the Smithsonian and say, I don't think anyone should take this. I think that this belongs to Captain America and, and no one else, like no one else should take this role. And for him to relinquish that, it was, it was great. You know, it was a way for him to say, I don't think anyone, not a black man, just taking the race out of it. But then for them to say, Oh, America needs a symbol again. And to give it to, to Wyatt Russell, uh, to, 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 you know, another white guy. Like, what does that say? What Insert does
0: that, that, say? that sound where it's like a white
1: man. No. no why exactly. A white man. No. Like what are you doing? I I I wrote. I think I texted Nick afterwards and was like the disrespect, and he was like to who? I was like to everyone, <laughs> to everyone. Yeah. And I I do hope this is where Nick's comments came in. I, I he made a comment it was like it's going to be a really big disservice to the world if Marvel doesn't talk about the race issues in this in this show, especially with where the world is right now, with with mm-hmm. you know black Americans, with Asian Americans, with with everyone. I think it's really important and I think Marvel kind of has a duty with how they've set this up. If they whitewash or, or just color wash this and it's just like, we're all a human race. Like, I think it's bad. I think you you do have a service and Marvel and, and uh, Stan Lee did a really good job discussing that. And I think Marvel kind of has an obligation with this yeah. show in particular.
0: And I think they've already started to... You know, pick up on those topics and themes, especially with, and we'll get more into it um, with Sam and his family, and with Sarah, and even the whole scene at the bank. I think that's already starting to highlight the struggles that you know anyone can go through, but specifically people of
1: color. Oh God, yeah, and it's yeah. it's I I also appreciate it even more now. The what are the fighters' names? The the flag, sma- the flag, flag smashers. Flag smashers. Yeah. Yeah, the fact the flag, <laughs> the flag smashers. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. Please, Ivan, edit that out. Um, the flag smashers. Uh, what I like about them is that their whole MO, their whole mission, is that they want to bring the world back to how the world was with the blip. Because with the blip, and I, I do want to do more research on how the world was during the blip, and I hope somewhere in the shows they kind of really elicit what happened then. But I like that, that this... terrorist organization just wants the world to be borderless that's their only mission because I guess when the blip happened everyone kind of went back to how things were you know it was overcrowded again it was wild and that's all they want it's a novel effort as far as terrorist organizations go it's the best one I've seen they just want to be borderless I get it
0: yeah but they're going about it the wrong way as, you know,
1: as they do. As anarchist,
0: they do. anti-patriotism groups go.
1: I always have a hard time saying anarchist because when I see it written down, that's not what my mouth forms. I Does don't... your mouth
0: want to say antichrist? That's antichrist what, that's every time. And I have
1: to like sit there. I know I'm not dyslexic. I, I think I'm not. I might not be. But like when I see that word in particular, I and. Mm-hmm. like the it, 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 peanut butter mouth like it doesn't want to happen it doesn't want to happen so i i just i applaud you for being able to say that so confidently like you Anarchist. had no issue stop it
0: <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of our anarchists um the flag smashers this is a group this is a new group that we're being introduced to in this show um and i have some names for main people that are in this group so characters. That's- So in the Flag Smashers, it's run, I think so far, by two people. One is the masked character that we saw kind of knock out Joaquin. Um, He does not yet have a name. And he is working with Carly Margenthau. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. She was the one who was uh, handing out the masks. Um, And so far, that is all we know about them, just the names. But so, they are this this group that, uh, like you said, kind of want things to go back to normal before the blip happened.
1: So when I researched just the comic book side of these people, um, I because I'm having trouble with the name. Uh, I research because although it's it's an it's kind of like um, the V for Vendetta style where it's a symbol. It's not necessarily a group. And so what they do is. They go online and they're like, hey guys, this is what we're gonna do in like a private server. And they're like, hey, this is what we're gonna do at this particular point, just show up. And so it's it's faceless. It's not like it's a whole like I'm sure that there are some inner workings, but it's not necessarily a the Osama bin Laden, like this is the crew kind of a thing. It's just a face and a name. The earlier guy that you mentioned that clearly is the leader in the comic books there was a an actual like V for Vendetta like this is the person I think they're kind of tying in the two aspects of it that nameless this is just an organization of just people who want to be involved Mm -hmm. as well as there is one head guru face person behind the mask so I think that's great Mm because it really sets it up to where you may think you're going after the head of the snake but it's just novelists an and you're just there's never-ending you know yeah it's kind of like in this is completely different like in scream how there were multiple ghost faces. no but 100 percent, that that's 100 yeah. what it is and you think that you're you're getting the mastermind but it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. anyone can pick up the mantle it's not about the the man behind the mask it's about the symbol of the mask yes yeah and that's that's so powerful
0: Mm-hmm. and I believe
1: um just
0: more on this character so in the tv show it's Carly Morgenthau and I be- and she is gender swapped. so in the comic books it's Carl Morgenthau mm-hmm. so just a small detail so we're seeing a female version of this character um and the character in is called Flag Smasher in the comic books whereas here it's a whole
1: group called the Flag Smashers yeah I love it I love it it's gonna be great nice. Yes. Uh, where, so, so, and I think you mentioned earlier, so while that wildness is happening, we're also seeing how people are dealing with, cause we were seeing that in a lot of the shows and movies of how people are, are reacting and dealing with life after the blip and you not existing. And Falcon was one of the ones who blipped away for a little bit. And so mm-hmm. I, I love that they talked about Falcon and, and really just the, the Avengers financial situation, because that is something that in the back of my mind, I also was thinking about, like how are these people getting funded? And I know that we saw in, I think it was the Jamie Foxx Spider-Man one. We see what happens to the world when all the damages are happening and how they have to have like a separate government fund to fix, you know, life after all these huge battles. But it's interesting to see, you know, the, the truth behind it. Did Tony Stark not give them money? I think that would be easy for him. Why not? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I always, I mean, I always wondered that in general too. Like, do super, superheroes get paid for the things that they do? Um, something,
1: An, an yeah. Avenger
0: fund, a GoFundMe, and, I don't know. And you would think that, uh, that Tony, being Tony, would leave behind some type of fund for this. Before, they most likely didn't have to worry about it because they had Tony.
1: Tony, I'm assuming, Why? was taking care of all of this. Well, e- even Pepper Potts I mean, Pepper Potts has, has all of his money now. I mean, they were married, getting married, engaged either way. She had the complete control over his, over the brand of Tony. Like he gave yeah. that all to her. So she had the money. Yeah. It just seems a little odd. Something either, either the AI system or Tony would not set up a fund for them. To continue on because that's I mean it's it's very but you,
0: I mean I also consider so like with Sam's situation
1: mm-hmm.
0: how it would feel I don't know I, I feel like it comes to maybe pride even I don't I maybe I'm completely just wrong but pride, pride in what way I don't know, maybe wanting to just be able to go through this then like I going it. through it the regular way of just, I'm going to go to the bank and get a loan because I should be able to go to the bank. And it get is a, a loan. very
1: prideful thing. And I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. You know, I, I come from a, ha, on my dad's side, a very black family, and that is something that they do. They they take care within, and it is very prideful. It's, it's I know that I can do this. And if I see my family suffering, I'm going to step forward because- I think even in 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 sam's mind there isn't a reason why he shouldn't get this on he is an avenger you know there is truly no reason why government contract wise he still is working for the air force i believe he's mm. he's working in the military and he is an avenger he he has the credentials if he doesn't have the credentials he can go to one of his other connects i mean he, again he still knows pepper Potts. he he has the means and i don't think there's any reason yeah. in this world that he should have been denied
0: And regardless to uh, 100% correct, uh, you know, someone who put their life up for the entire world, not just a country, the whole world should have those resources. But even without being an Avenger, without being uh, like having Tony or having Pepper Potts, anyone, it's just a comment on how anyone should be able anyone who's struggling anyone who's low income or low socioeconomic they should be able to have these worst resources available so i feel like this is just commentary on that that the way our system is set up it's it's not made to help and like provide resources for people who are just struggling
1: i'm also looking up right now i just googled how much is the average government contract it's too much it is it is obscene and and it's just a boat now I need to Google how much is a, bo- a boat can't, especially that boat, How much is I a boat? can't imagine it being more than like a hundred thousand, maybe 200,000. And I think I'm being extremely generous. These government contracts on the level that Sam was at, it, he could, he, here you go. Like there's, it doesn't make sense. And so now I'm forced to believe that the only reason is a racist issue
0: it, I, I just and there was a line that that bank teller that's what he is right a bank yeah teller. He's, he's a
1: teller he's he, but, or just like a, a associate he's not he wasn't manager he was just yeah a he
0: looking through my nose please that's
1: fine I can pontificate until then um I, I found it. Boom. um <laughs>
0: sorry so the bank teller and it was just a small line but it just did not sit right with me um Sarah says something like I knew like they. Like they're not gonna help us, but sp- right. like us, you know. And I, he says, I'm on. Oh no, no, no! I'm on your side. After all, he's a hero. That line itself, after Sarah made that comment, was just like him saying, "No, I'm on your side. Like I'm an advocate." It seemed like, but you know, after really? all, he's a hero. It just it tells me like, if he wasn't a hero, if, yes, if he wasn't a hero, would he be on their side? Would he be not. even giving them the time of day?
1: Well, that's just it, though, and and especially when he is telling them no openly. And like, I'm not even going to try. Like they didn't even do the whole back and forth of like, bring out your manager. Like, let me talk to your manager, et cetera. So he was just like, no, I'm not even gonna try. Like, let me not even run your credit. Like all he it doesn't even seem like he did anything. The next step in the conversation was, can I have a photo with your wings out? Mm-hmm. It's just, I get that the whole part was they were supposed to make him seem grimy, it was a lot. It, it was it was a little too much, and it just really emphasized. I, I, I'm trying my best not like to find other reasons other than race, but it's it's too obvious, you know. Yeah. And and just taking it away from race for a second, what are you supposed to do? Just just like she said, I, I was he was not here. I don't know if she didn't get blipped. It didn't seem like I guess she did she didn't know. Her. She says she
0: didn't get blipped. She said she was struggling with you know her babies at the time by herself. Good and she her. says and I survived.
1: Good first of all, good for her for a not being blipped and none of your babies' being blipped because I didn't even think about that. Could you imagine a newborn mother with her baby and the baby gets blipped? What the fuck? Like that is so sad. And that baby coming back to the same position, like it would just, it's just there on the hospital. Oh, the blip is too much to think about. It's. And I'm sure it happened. Oh my God. To so someone, yes. somewhere. To someone. They, She thinks her, her baby is just gone forever and now has to like go back to the hospital room and hope that her baby landed in a good position and isn't just on the floor. Oh, this is too much to think I'm about. I'm sorry. I'm just, I went down a hole, a dark blip hole, but like. Oh, I almost want to like put, hey guys, put in the comments down below the worst thing you can think of for the blip. Please don't do it. But like this is gonna be
0: in the in the what if series. It's gonna be what if a newborn baby blipped back during Oh my
1: <laughs> god, what if the newborn baby blipped back and the efforts the mother like she's in a whole other country? Like what if she's like in a different country oh and my is gosh, like, you're setting this you're setting the stakes high for this woman. But I'm, it's a Black Mirror, why not? Yeah, she's in a whole ass another country, about to get married, probably pregnant. Let's make her new pregnant. And like On the altar, people start blipping back and she's like, oh God, oh God. And it's just a journey. It's just a journey of her like trying to get back. What if people were in airplanes? What if people were in airplanes when they got blipped?
0: What if the pilot got blipped?
1: What if, oh, (laughs) this is too much i want that and one. no
0: but if these things happen think about how much trauma that the, everyone who did survive is going through and it's just nice to see this in the show now like i feel like they're dissecting that a little bit more going in depth of okay like you know sarah is an example of you know i i was a single mother i had two babies
1: Sorry. everyone
0: was gone i had a boat
1: i had a boat we had there were positives i had a boat yeah. Is, is the boat I mean, supposed to be for, like, fishing? Is there a particular reason? she? It's just a boat? She just has the boat? Because that's, that's I think fine. Like they were family. switching
0: to, a, what did Sam say at the bank? He said they're switching to a fishing and something okay. so, so plan, charter plan.
1: So it started off as just a, a commercial fun boat, and now they're changing it to an economical, like, business boat. It's that's going from it fun like. to, to business. That's fine. That makes sense. Cool. Let's do it. That's great. So, so we understand that she's trying her best or he's trying his best and it's just not happening. Just struggles. Meanwhile, Bucky, sorry, we should probably start talking about Bucky i know oh.
0: poor bucky but oh, really quick while we're on sam since we're still on sam just yeah. quick note on the opening sequence i loved i mean i know you said it was very reminiscent of you know the first captain america opening sequence but we no we haven't seen i mean this is the longest screen time i've ever seen falcon get not sam falcon mm-hmm. like in action so i just appreciated this little action scene with he him makes,
1: he makes a note about that to the actor Um, I think he made a joke once that if you ever want to win an award, play opposite of me because I, I give, yeah, it's very sad, but you know, he was, he was an eight mile with Eminem. Eminem got awards. He didn't every, every movie he has ever been in prolifically. He's always played the supporting cast and forgive me. Every white person who's played opposite of him has won an award and he has not. And so this was something he was very excited for. It's his first time being on the cover, being the centerfold, the mm. front. And so that scene in particular, this opening number, was one of the proudest things he's worked on because it was just him. Good. And he You're deserves like, yes! it. Sam, I hope I hope
0: that Anthony Mackey gets an award from this show because he deserves it.
1: I do too. Marvel is going to take over the award season. The Emmys, I think. Daytime Emmy. Is that what it is for television? Yeah. I think the Emmys sure. is a television award. I, I hope that Marvel, particularly Anthony Mackie, I hope that they run wild this award season. Because a lot of them deserve it. This, this whole season are, is for the underdogs. Because everyone yeah. else is dead. So And again, because
0: we can, we, we can talk about this. It's race, too, in Hollywood specifically it's so hard for like you said it was always his counter like the white actors that were winning these awards and i think okay. it's just time I, it's time
1: even even just bringing it back to myself because you know i'm i'm in the acting field my mm-hmm. my agent when my first agent that i had looked me in the eye and says i don't know what to do with you because myself i miss the bubble of racially ambiguous actors And now as in the acting field, we only want exactly what it is because now that's how, that's how the world is. We want exactly, we don't want anything whitewashed. We don't want anything diluted. So even for myself, someone who is black, Puerto Rican, I've got so many different spices in me, you know, even even little ones like Persian. I'm like, I have all these other little like mixes in me. I am not enough of everything. And yet in some cases, I'm too much of one thing. And so it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating for for actors of color. And so I appreciate them giving the space for it. And I appreciate, again, that just goes back to me. I hope that they bring up the conversation of race because they kind of have an obligation to. That being said,
0: Bucky. Bucky, poor Bucky. So, and now this is, this can fall under, you know, mental health. This poor man is in therapy, living with the grievances of his past.
1: Can we talk about that for this for a second the last time that bucky was in therapy um a hydra agent took over his mind and so i i am interested in your opinion as to why in the world he himself doesn't have trauma from therapy. why would he go back it does not make sense to me that he would do this again i need opinion. i mean so i
0: i have two opinions one is with that much weight i believe like in someone's mind in bucky's mind with all of that prob you know pain and probably guilt it could be you know i have absolutely i don't know what else to do it could be just a uh, what is it um uh last resort i want i don't want to feel this way i don't want these in my head let me try this again let me try therapy again Ooh. or it could be i think she did say something about you know Part he's pardon. Part of his pardon is to be there because I think she was checking off things too that he should be doing.
1: I get it. I just, it almost adds more of an emotional strain to Bucky's character for me because I would be scared shitless. I would be so traumatized, especially because the whole reason he's in therapy and the whole reason he's making amends is because of everything that he did during Hydra. But that nagging thought has to be there you know it has to be in there that this could also be a trap and that's so scary mm-hmm. and I kind of wish they would have mentioned it or brought it up or something but who knows there's still time
0: yeah they still could and again uh, this is this was the first episode it seemed like not a lot happened but at the same time it seemed like we learned a lot about each of them mm-hmm. too and the world um, I think. It was definitely yeah.
1: world building because yes you have oh, to yeah. be. the first episode okay. kind of has to be a world building so do you think that bucky has changed i think bucky is trying to
0: change i think bucky is trying to figure out again he even said you know the only peace he ever had was on wakanda and other than that he was fighting on and off for 90 years i don't even think bucky knows who he is i don't think bucky has come to terms with who he wants to be and what he even wants with his freedom so i think I am excited or not excited. It's kind of like a bittersweet excitement to see Bucky come to, come to like come to himself and Mm -hmm. figure out what it is that he really wants from himself and, you know, from the world.
1: I I agree. And I think it's, it's unique. Um, What did this girl, the the girl at the diner where he went and had a date with um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) she said something like, how, how is it now dating when half the fish in the sea came back or something like that? And it's, it is a dawning thought, you know, he he's had time to kind of, even in Wakanda, who knows what he did in Wakanda, you know, I'm sure it was very peaceful, but yeah, I don't you know what happens in Wakanda stays in Wakanda. We don't know, but it's, it is kind of an interesting thought, especially because Bucky came from a different time period. Mm-hmm. And, and with that mindset of that time period, kind of coming back, I mean, cause there's a huge gap. He was in this very different time and how different races were treated in that time, kind of that mentality is still there. For him to lose decades to come back in this time where it is completely 180 or hopefully it's getting to be 180, you know, it's it's unique. And I think that Wakanda probably helped him with that, you know, helped him kind of get over those racist, negative kind of uh, attitudes and fix it, which is why I appreciate them showing Bucky the very first person that he dates is this gorgeous Asian woman. So, and and him trying to befriend the dad of someone that he hurt, you know that he killed. It's yeah, that mm. was
0: so much like just thinking about the weight of that and him making the efforts to see, you know, his name was Yori, to see him. I'm assuming he goes frequently. I don't know if enough, it's like an everyday thing. Know,
1: you know. Yeah,
0: and I don't know, just the fact that that is his way of trying to make amends. We see him make amends, we have, we see two different ways that he's making amends. One was when he set up that woman that he worked with, or like, you know, this woman a he Hydra, put into power uh, through
1: HYDRA. What is she, like a, uh, uh, something? I something. can't remember her role, no, it, but it, he it, helped her come into power. It's like a political thing, when you, Congress, a, co- yeah, a planted Congress person. Okay. Oh, why was that so hard? So he got her arrested. That was one way
0: of him making amends. And then there's also this way where he is making the effort to see this man, buy him lunch, make conversation with him, create this relationship. Mm. But that's out because he feels guilty for taking away something from his, this man.
1: He crossed the woman's name off, but he did not cross this man's mm. name off. And that kind of, I don't want to say it broke me because it didn't, but it made me go, uh, uh, sad. Like I had an yeah. emotion. I had an emotion about it. Which is weird, um, but but Maybe. I. I that's surprising. It's very so. That's why I was like, oh, let me note this one down. Um, I I am excited to see where it goes, and I have a nervousness that he's gonna die, and it's gonna be Falcon's fault. I think Falcon's gonna frick up somehow. Wait, I don't know Yuri why. or Bucky? I think that Yuri is gonna die, the old okay. man. And I think it's gonna be the Falcon, or if not the Falcon, the flag smashers. Something is gonna happen. And Bucky is gonna blame Falcon, or maybe that's why they team up. But I know Yuri is gonna die because old man, old man eating ramen is always the saddest. It's almost like pet dying. It's pretty close. I just I know he's gonna die. And it's very upsetting to me. Stop it. I can already picture that.
0: Like, could you picture it happening? And Bucky is there and Yori tells him like, by the way, I've always known. But like, thank you for still coming. Like,
1: or like, I consider you like a son. Like Mm -hmm. you are, or even both together. Like I've always known and, and you are just as much as a son to me as he was. Like just right in the the gut. The pain of Bucky knowing that this man, we're like hypothetically
0: making things (laughs) up now and making ourselves sad from it. But the pain of Bucky probably realizing or being told, you know, that Yori always knew. Could you imagine that how then that would make him feel? I feel like that would make me feel more guilty.
1: I don't know. A little bit would, it would release a little bit of tension from me. It would release, but then wouldn't you feel like
0: it would make, I feel like it would make him feel like he knew this whole time and he was still so accepting and, and open to me But now I I should have just owned up to it. I should have just admitted it. He should have heard it from me.
1: I don't know. I don't know what the emotion... Because I'm thinking about it. And then, of course, from an actor perspective, you try to get into the mindset. I don't know what that emotion is. It is a level of... I'm glad that he knew. And I'm glad I didn't have to tell him. I should have told him. And I'm upset with myself for not just being... uh, I'm upset with myself for being such a coward. And I wish I would have been stronger. But maybe... Uh, justifying it in my mind I'd be like well I won't ever do that again but it sucks Mm -hmm. that it took this him dying in my arms I don't know there's too many emotions for me to be like this is how I would feel about that
0: yeah I don't I don't oh are you getting emotional no I've got allergies I got some tissue no you're (laughs) emotional
1: (laughs) I have allergies uh where are we now there's so much that happened I don't I don't know I
0: feel oh like... well, there's Sam. Sam giving the address, you know, uh, honor, oh! honoring Steve's legacy.
1: Oh, uh, let's talk about the disrespect. Yes, please. Let's. We haven't talked about Kurt Russell's son. What do you call him? A, a, a Walmart
0: wish. Oh, the Walmart wish. Well, no, not that scene. Well, there's that happened at the end when when Walmart oh, wish Steve Rogers comes. He... Yes, in the middle when he is giving the the shield to the Smithsonian and he gives this little he honors Steve's legacy and he says like we need new heroes. Uh, I wrote it down. We need new heroes, one suited for the times we're in. And he says symbols are nothing without the women and men who give them meaning. And so he hands over the the shield knowing that no one can really but no you one know, Steve ever. is the one who gave that shield its meaning, so no one should, you know.
1: Right. And, and it. for for them to be walking through the memoriam later and he gets mm-hmm. confronted about it and and is asked, you know, I understand why you're giving this up and I respect it. However, is this really respectful to Steve who gave you the mantle and said, you are the one, and everyone, everyone in the world knows that Steve gave this to you so that you could become the next Captain America and that you could become the next symbol. Like, what does that really say about Steve? And I guess yeah. at that point they kind of talk about, well, Steve's, they say Steve's gone. You know, they say, it doesn't matter Steve's gone. Not that he's dead, just mm-hmm. that he's gone. I talked about it earlier. I, I do think um, that the, the message of, and them repeating it later when they give up the, the shield, when they give it to Walmart wish, I, that just that line of, you know, for the times that we're in, I do think that Steve, Steve Rogers was there during the time that we needed. And I do feel like, and I'm sure that he, by the end of this series, fingers crossed, Sam Wilson will have this shield and and will take up the mantle. But I, I do think that it is very important that we honor the time that we're in. And I, I guess for their time, yes, it is indicative of where we are now with all the race issues, but also a time after the blip, you know, we, we won, we won, we beat Thanos. That's great. What now, you know, are, are we prepared for the next Astral threat or or are we just kind of taking care of the petty Larson and and terrorists now? Like where where is the world headed? This is true.
0: And you know, earlier you said that Falcon or Sam feels like, you know, he shouldn't like he's not ready to take up that mantle Mm -hmm. of Captain America. I don't think it's that he's not ready. I feel like Sam would be ready to do it. I just I feel like he's ready to do it as his own persona not as not stepping into the shoes of captain
1: america i think he would would be ready how how okay so i'm now asking you so you're falcon right and i i get i i'm (laughs) your little butterfly wings (laughs) yes so you are falcon you have been given this mantle and it's the shield it is it is the vibranium shield the symbol of not only hope but captain america how do Mm -hmm. you then wear that and use that sure first of all he has his own shield i don't know what he would need with that anyway But how would you go about becoming your own Falcon carrying such a heavy symbol? I don't think that there is actually a way. No, I
0: don't think he would do it with, I don't think he would do it with the shield or with the title of Captain America. I think that's what he was trying to do was put Captain America to rest. Captain America, as much as the world may need him, it was, you know, his time was up. I think Sam could have been ready to take off this mantle as falcon or as even you know if he wanted a name change he could have a name change but i think he wanted or could have been ready to do it as his own person as his like creating new symbols and new people and legacies and heroes to look up to which is where the line comes in he says we need new heroes
1: but ones that are suited for the times we're in and do you think the uh super patriot slash u.s what is he the u.s agent do you think he is the symbol that america no No, i do not (laughs) He looks stale. I don't like him. He looks stale. I've never heard that used before. Okay, cool. I looked up background, the background of the U.S., and he reminds me so much, because if you've watched our Justice League podcast, you know that Vivian has a love affliction with the Flash. He reminds me, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring it up every opportunity I can now. Don't you dare say he reminds you of the Flash, though. I wasn't. I was going to say he reminds me of, would you, the anti-Flash is the bad guy? Is that his name? Oh, reverse Flash. Oh, the reverse Flash. He reminds me the U.S., US Patriot, I'm sorry, Super Patriot slash US agent. The way that he came about reminds me very much of Reverse Flash, just because he was this kid who very much wanted to be Captain America and like wanted to be on the friends with him or whatever. Come to find out he just wants to fight Captain America and prove that he's better. And he kind of like they neither one of them lost. Mm-hmm. However, his like buccaneers because the US, US uh, agent hires buccaneers, these like fake people who are on his side to like shoot ninja stars at Captain America. And so Captain America gets weakened. He, he falls to his knee and the US agents like, ha ha, I won. And that kind of creates their rivalry, but it yeah. scars Captain America so much That he's like, oh, God, maybe it is my time to sit down. Maybe the world does need someone else. And so it's just shady. You know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't win by his own means. And so it's still very shady that this is the way that he decides to get introduced. He takes the mantle from a black man and says, I'm the new Captain America now. Like, it's just shitty. So
0: I have a few really quick for people who aren't familiar with U.S. agent or... It, new captain America. walmart wish captain america so just a quick rundown and then i have a comment on what you said also I love but it. um okay so new captain america he's played by wyatt russell his name in the comic book is john walker mm-hmm. and he takes the mantle of captain america he's also known as u.s agent um and spellman so one of the people working on falcon and winter soldier he said that he started off similar to the character in the comic books but they changed him drastically to be more heroic and righteous so they knew that that if they were going to bring in a new Captain America, he couldn't be like that John Walker, U.S. agent persona. He needed to have more of this like heroic approach. And correct more, me if I'm wrong, that like
1: patriot and, and super heroic, he's almost heroic to a fault. Like mm-hmm. not really thinking, like the, the, the goal is, is more important than the people around. Being heroic is more important.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's like he would by any means do what he needs to do to serve justice. But then it's also like, well, by like, are those means still just when you are, you know? doing the da- the thing Doing the worst right exactly doing the worst so he they say or spellman says he will still have to earn the shield and title throughout the series so that's going to be kind of the conflict of does this john walker person is he who is he first of all to be right. worthy and to come out of nowhere and take right. up his
1: mantle that's what i um, want to know i i want to know his 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 credentials i want to know why him over everyone else like those are the mm-hmm. questions i need to know why him over over sam First of all, why why and, did Sam not get a phone call?
0: And I want to know why they think the world, I want to know who he is in the universe. Maybe people are familiar with him and we just, we don't know yet as an audience, mm. but why do they think that the world is going to be so receptive of this brand new Captain America when they don't even know who this is, who this right. man is?
1: right like so if cool. i was a
0: citizen in this world i would i would have reacted the same way i'm
1: reacting right now i would, I would have been protected. like
0: who is this man not my #notmyCaptainAmerica." hashtag not my captain america
1: hashtag not my captain let's do that right now hashtag not my captain
0: it's starting it's trending yes hashtag it right now um but let's see so in the comic books he gets his powers from the power Bow power bowers experiment Um, He goes up against the all-American superhero, Captain America, numerous times, but ultimately they're allies, and he does end up working alongside, you know, uh, Hawkeye and other Avengers. But one of his faults, like you said, ultimately he ignores crimes in progress if he deemed them unlikely to net him much publicity. So for him, it was, I want to be good, but I want the world to know I'm being good, and if they don't know it, then what's
1: the point? Mm Mm-hmm. He's just bad. He's he's in it for himself. He's not in it like Captain America is for the greater good. And I guarantee that if he was up against a life threatening thing that would truly take his life away, he wouldn't do it. Yeah. He's he's a superstar. Yeah, yeah. It's not. He it. is
0: what they would have needed at the time when in like in Captain America: The First Avenger. How Steve was kind of just just a role, yes. like he was just playing the part of Captain America, like on tour. This man, John Walker, would have been perfect for this. He would have gotten all his publicity. But when you want to send him into war, then that's okay. Is he going to step up? Is he going to actually own this title? And it pisses me off also, sorry, but it pisses me off that why not if they, so yeah, Sam gave this whole speech and passed on the shield to the Smithsonian. If they felt, the government felt that they needed a symbol, did they ever have that conversation with Sam? Did they ever try to sway him into taking up, you know, this mantle? like I, why not talk to the avengers first
1: i is there an avengers because who do we i think i think there's jokes going around that ant-man is now the leader of the avengers it's either ant-man or spider-man like those are the, who else is there you've got well hawkeye's off with his family black widow is dead iron man is dead steve rogers is basically mm-hmm. dead oh my um gosh. the Give hulk
0: trigger warning jesus sorry
1: sorry what <laughs> where is where's the hulk like he's fine grieving um, Thor is out in the universe with the space cadets and like, who is left? It's, it's Spider-Man and Ant-Man. That's it. They are the leaders of the Avengers. They love it. So I do. And one of them is a criminal and the other one's studying for his SATs. So I don't think there was anyone to call. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, they, they could have called Sam. Exactly. They, they could have, exactly. they they could could have
0: tried to him. sway him. We. I mean, there's also... Wakanda there's also
1: yeah you, I was gonna there. say the Black Panther but no um they Yuri. don't yeah Yuri they could have called Yuri and been like hey how do you feel about this and she would have been like a oh, white man no what not in my <laughs> like no, absolutely not um on that note I do think we need to pause really quick because we have not given Tina her due and she's kind You're of right. yelling I at miss us her side. you miss
0: her I miss Tina. She's about to kick off. She's, this is her first time doing this for season two.
1: Season two. Tina. Maybe she's mixed it up a little bit. We'll see. Uh, alrighty, guys. Uh, we're going to throw it off to Tina really quick.
0: You are listening to a Nerdy Bunch production. You can listen to our podcasts every day of the week, starting with Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast hosted by Jasmine, Page and Vivian. Horror Whores hosted by Justine. Co-op Mode, hosted by Ellie and Ivan. Uru Squadcast, hosted by Cheyenne and Caleb. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast hosted by Clarissa and Isabel. Gamers for Life, hosted by Jarrell and Arthur. And finally, the Nerdy Bunch podcast. For more info, visit our website, www.mynerdybunch.com. Tina out. Thank you, Tina. We missed you. Thank you for coming back to us for season two.
1: God, Tina, you're the best. She's so cool. Um, I, I, do, I always am very facetious with Tina, but I do appreciate that, because I would probably get very bored and would throw it back to you anyway. Um, but you, you do such a great job. No one does it better. Any Anyhoodle, putting Tina on the shelf again. Um, but where are we? So So how are we feeling about this? This whole episode, just everything? So
0: overall, I feel like the episode did really well on commenting on real human struggles Mm. that these characters go through, aside from saving the world from alien attacks. You know, and I think just in general, this show's commenting on whether you are a veteran or a regular person, Mm -hmm. the way society is structured, you know, one group is always going to have easy access to resources while others are going to struggle to allocate those resources. And I'm happy that Marvel is opening up the door to being more, you know, open to introducing those struggles um and highlighting them for
1: god yeah highlighting them i also appreciate the conversation of mental health and not only mental health but but the pardon of bucky is so very important because we do have to remember that bucky despite him being hypnotized was working for hydra for a very long time he was a killer he was a murderer he was the anti-hero And I think that it's really important that, A, we see him trying to make amends, but also that he is struggling with his inner demons. Because there is a part of Bucky that isn't sure that what he did was because he was hailing Hydra or if he was himself a Hydra member. You know, we we don't know. He can't make that distinction always. It's an interesting point of view that they're bringing up. And so I get the struggle. I, I get it. And so
0: now how do you think because the show is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're going to team up eventually, or we're gonna see them together eventually. So my last question for you is how do you think they're gonna they're gonna come together? Or is it that theory that you had about Yori where you think No,
1: no. I mean that is that is how I speculate it's gonna happen. But I think at the end of the day, the only connecting point that they have is is Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I do feel as though it is important that they honor Steve's memory by a stopping this Walmart Wish uh, cap, and b service working together, befriending each other. Because right now, I don't know that either one of them really has friends. It seems like uh, it seems like Sam's kind of dove into work really, really hard, which again doesn't make sense why he doesn't get this loan. And then on the flip side, I think Bucky. I think that the psychiatrist even brought it up. Like the only person that you've called, you have less than 10 phone numbers in your phone. And Mm -hmm. the only person you've called recently is me. This is not healthy. So I think that it's important that they kind of work together and and open up. You Mm -hmm. know, it's easy. Them getting together, I'm not worried about. It's why they stay together that Mm -hmm. matters to me. These are two people who don't need each other truly I think this show could have been Falcon or Winter Soldier there really isn't a strong reason for them to be together for me Mm -hmm. and and that's what I want to explore is why it matters and and for WandaVision the big issue for me was do I care about Mephisto for this one I think the whole journey is do I care about them being a partnership and right now I, I don't care and I don't see a reason why they should be.
0: Yeah, you're right when you said that the thing tying them together right now is Steve. You know, Bucky was Steve's best friend back then, and then Sam was kind of you know gained his friendship, you know, in modern times, mm-hmm. and that's that's their connection. So it is going to be interesting to see what connections they make outside of just having you know their only similarities being that they're friends with Steve and that they were they fought against aliens. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm. I think that I think they do. You said you feel like they don't need each other. I feel like it'll be nice to see the ways in which they do need each other. Like I agree. The, how they 100%. make those connections.
1: All, all I'm saying is Marvel, you need to convince me and that's what I'm putting on the table for this season. That's what mm-hmm. I want from this season. It's for you to prove to me that they need each other. And right now I don't care. I don't, I don't see a reason. So that's what I'm hoping from this season. Yeah. Is there anything you're, is there anything that you're wanting or hoping for?
0: Uh, aside from that, because me too, I'm also looking forward to you know seeing like why why they why they do well together. What's gonna happen when they when they when they team up? But also, I'm excited to see there was another character, Joaquin. Uh, I forget his last name. Joaquin Torres. Um, I don't know. I liked I liked so far what we saw of his character. He would be. He's like uh, in the comic books another Falcon, but I don't think he goes by Falcon. And don't know. It was like
1: I didn't I didn't research him. He was just a cute little boy. In a, he's military a cute thing. little boy. Well, he was I I was
0: Redwing. He he. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I think that's it. He he turned he gets turned into like a Falcon human hybrid.
1: Cute. Um, I just I have a hard time. Like I was so focused on Bucky. I, the only thing that I really liked was when all of the villains were jumping out of the plane and then uh, Falcon jumped. He was like, woo! yeah, that was cool." Like, <laughs> that was my favorite moment in this so Mm -hmm. he feels you know like a supporting character a Jimmy Woo if you will just very cute and adorable he's there for the commentary the funny unless he's getting his butt kicked but you know just just I don't know
0: I want to see more of him I'm excited to see his character grow too because I think I think it will (laughs) I want to see more more
1: of him oh Oh, the hair behind the ear okay cool well hopefully we do see more of him and that's all I have to say on this particular episode other than I'm excited for next week
0: me too and of course as always we'd love to hear your fan theories as well what do you guys think is in store for bucky and sam what do you guys think of our walmart wish captain america do you guys have a better name for him other than walmart wish because the
1: guy from up that's
0: the guy from up
1: the, the old man from up. that's 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 it uh cool um yeah this
0: was fun look out for our justice league episodes they should be posted soon after this episode uh releases as
1: well Mm. yeah go watch it so we we spent six hours recording that just for you yes please don't let us down watch it once that's all we ask (laughs) all right guys awesome
0: thank you for listening to the amalgam podcast amalgam is a part of the nerdy bunch production this show is produced by ivan gonzalez jasmine page and vivian Ferreira. For additional content, please follow us on Instagram at The Amalgam Podcast and on TikTok at Amalgam Podcast.
1: And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can also visit us at wwwmynerdybunchcom forward slash amalgam. Hope to see you guys there.